You're listening to Lead Him to Life, where it's our prerogative to explore what it means to be authentically human and fully alive. We have far more questions than answers, but believe that extraordinary answers can be found in the ordinariness of a journey. I'm your host, Emily Leadham. Hello, friends, and welcome to this episode of Lead Him to Life. It's Emily here, just Emily. If this is your first time listening to Lead Him to Life, this is going to be a very different episode than the usual. As we enter into this holy week, I was pondering various ideas for guests and great topics, and the thing that just continued to come to my mind was simplicity and increased time for silence. So this week, I just want to offer a very, very short reflection from something that stirred me recently, and then allow uh, the remainder of your time that you would have normally perhaps spent listening to Lead Them to Life, offer you that time back to do something with, to really uh, enter into more fully the beauty of this holy week. So I was at Mass this past weekend. I I went to St. Mary's Church in Sioux Falls, and uh, Father Paul Rutten was the homilist, the priest there. And Father Rutten preached about the woman with the alabaster jar, And I want to read very briefly this story of the woman with the alabaster jar and um, share some of his his insights with you because I thought it was so um, stirring and powerful for me. So the story goes that when one of the Pharisees invited Jesus to have dinner with them, he went to the Pharisee's house and he reclined at the table. And a woman in that town who lived a sinful life learned that Jesus was eating at the Pharisee's house. So she came there with an alabaster jar of perfume. As she stood behind him at his feet weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears. Then she wiped them with her hair, kissed them, and poured perfume on them. As father was preaching, The question that he posed was, was it worth it? Apparently, the jar of perfume, that alabaster jar, today would be worth somewhere around $54,000. And he said, was it worth it? And then he said, for us coming to Mass every weekend or Um, taking time out of our day to pray or sacrificing the things that we do for our family in the name of Jesus and in the name of the church, was it worth it? And I, I went home Sunday thinking, you know, if there was this opportunity, uh, like flyers were going out, come and meet Jesus truly. Uh, and it wasn't like a scam or something, come and meet him. Would I sell my house? Would I let go of everything that I hold dear to purchase a ticket to be in his presence? As I sit here uh, in my ninth month of, of pregnancy, in this last month of pregnancy, that question, was it worth it? stirs me in a particular way. 
And as we enter into this holy week, I have been contemplating my Lent and the various ways in which I completely failed to uh, enter well into it, but also some of the graces that came forward, simple graces and simple moments that have been so powerful. Was it worth it? Were those simple sacrifices worth it? Were the sacrifices that you made this Lent worth it? Were they worth him? Were they worth an encounter with him? And if you, like me, are looking at your Lenten journey and thinking, well, that was an abysmal failure, it's not done. Friends, as we enter into this most holy week of the year, the most sacred week of the year, my prayer is that we can enter in fully, that we can lay aside any distractions or things that keep us from entering more fully into this triduum, into this time of the passion, death, and resurrection of the king of the universe. Was it worth it? I think so. May you have a very blessed Holy Week, a very happy Easter, and we'll be back with regular programming next week.